Praise God. God is good. Happy Father's Day to all the men that are here, that are fathers. It's the hardest job you'll ever do. Amen. For me, it made the Marine Corps seem like Boy Scouts. It was extremely hard, and uh, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. <laughs> Praise God. You may be seated. Amen. I just want to thank the Lord for this opportunity. I do not take this lightly. I love my bishop. I thank the Lord for him. I've known him for 31 years. And in those 31 years, I have never seen a man that has been so steadfast. In 31 years, I have not seen him change. So to all the naysayers that say anything different, I can testify to you that he is the same man. If anything, he has grown in the Lord. Praise God. That is a man that I can follow and that I can trust my family's salvation to. Amen. Praise God. And I can emulate my own walk and follow this man. Amen. I love you, Bishop. Amen. And I will bypass all the, by your wishes, I will bypass all the accolades, <laughs> praise God. And uh, I guess I'll start my 20 minutes. Amen. But uh, I'm just going to, y'all may be see. I just want to go ahead and go before the Lord in prayer right now. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to come before you, Lord. I pray your perfect will to be done, Lord. I pray that you take a coal upon the altar and touch my lips, Lord, to speak to your people. Touch my mind. Touch my lips, oh God. Use me as your vessel, oh God. God, I can do nothing without you. It is you and you alone, oh Lord. God, we come and we hunger and thirst for your righteousness, Lord. We seek you for your direction and guidance, oh Lord. And we give you the glory and the honor and the praise. And everybody said amen. 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 For time restraint, I'm going to ask you probably not to try to follow me in scripture if you can follow by writing down the scriptures because I have quite a bit to read so in that being said I'm going to start off in Psalms 8 chapter 8 verse 4 amen hallelujah amen praise God hallelujah I thank you Lord Praise God. And I'm going to probably be reading it off my notes because I won't be able to turn my pages fast enough. Amen. And the scripture says in Psalms 8 verse 4, What is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him little lower than the angels, and has crowned him with glory and honor. Hallelujah. Praise God. Lord, thank you, Jesus. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hand, and thou hast put the things under his feet. Amen. Praise God. If I were to title this, I would and what God had laid on my heart, and he had changed what I was going to speak on prior, is what is man? What is man? Amen. A man is properly a mortal, a person, a person, a servant, some stranger, a male is a man. 
that thou art mindful of him. The Lord is mindful properly to mark, that is to remember, implication, to mention, to recount, to record, to make, to remember, to bring, call, come, keep, to put into remembrance, but still think on and well. And then here the scripture talks about the son of man. And son simply says, a builder of a family name, a grandson, a child. Amen. And the Bible speaks that he visiteth him. To visit, to oversee, to muster, to charge, to care for. Amen. Amen. The Lord knows every thought in a man. Praise God. He knows the very intent of our heart. Amen. And I'm going to go down a line to convey what God had impressed me on um, what is a man. Praise God. In Genesis 1 and 27, it says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth, subdue it, and have dominion over the fish in the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over everything that moveth upon the earth. And the Lord God formed man, in Genesis 2 and 7 says, and God formed man out of the dust of the ground, and the breath unto the breath, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And the Lord planted the garden eastward of Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant in his sight, good for food, the tree of life, and the mist of the garden, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Genesis 2 and 18, and the Lord said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a help meet. For him, praise God, meet a front that is part opposite, specifically a counterpart, a mate, a sight, a to view. And boy, oh boy, my wife is a helpmate. She is a sight to view. <laughs> praise God. I love you. It was not God's choice for man to be alone. Amen. And out of the ground, the Lord formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air. Amen. And would call them and whosoever Adam called every living creature that was named thereof. Amen. And Adam gave names to all that was the, the fowl, the air, the beast, the field. And there were found no helpmeet for him. And the Lord... In Genesis 2 and 21, and the Lord gave cause to deep sleep unto Adam, and he slept, and he took unto him a rib, took one of his ribs, and he closed the flesh instead thereof, and the rib which was, which the Lord God taken from man made a, he a woman and brought her unto man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Amen. Praise God. And if you see out of here, out of man, when it talks about now, therefore shall a man leave his father and mother, and they shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. One, 
alike, alone, altogether, anything a piece of certain in each. Genesis 3 and 16, unto the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply the sorrow. By this time they had sinned and eaten the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. And he said, I, the Lord said, I will greatly multiply the sour, sour, sorrow, not sour, sorrow, and thy conception and sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thou desire shall be in thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. Amen. And desire simply a sense of stretching out after a longing. So the Lord says you're going to have, women are going to have a longing for their husband. Amen. And unto Adam, he said, because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, thou shalt not eat of it. Curse is the ground for thy sake and sorrow thou shalt eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also thistles shall it bring forth unto thee. And thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, and thou shalt turn, return to the ground, for out of the which was taken, from dust thou art, and unto dust thou shalt return. Amen. Is it not odd that everything that a man does is for his family, for his wife, for his children? According in the scriptures, the Bible never says for a wife to love the husband. But it does speak that the wife would have a desire. I've heard Pastor Ruth say that she loves chocolate. I like chocolate, but I love my wife. If you could even fathom the love for chocolate for a man to have a love for a woman is beyond women misunderstand men and they lack the understanding of the motivation behind a man and what he does the love for a man and his family he would lay down his life just as Christ laid his life down on the cross for us so would a man do for his family amen and I'm grateful sometimes probably some of the biggest arguments in the world in, in relationships is miscommunication between a husband and a wife. But I must tell you that when we men are at work, our minds are on our wives. Our minds are on our children. We do everything that we do is for our families. We do everything for them. I do everything for my wife and my children because I know she is taking care of my children. And I love them with everything. I trust my wife for we're evenly yoked. Amen. Praise God. And just by looking at the time, I know... I'm not going to be able to go by every single thing that the Lord has impressed me. But in Ephesians 5 and 22, the Bible says, Wives, submit yourselves unto your husbands as the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is a savior of the body. 
Therefore, as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Amen. So the love that a man feels for his wife, I would, uh, I'm going to expound real quickly on a scripture. Um, it is in Esther. I've heard many ladies speak on Esther several times. And I read through it and I was just blown away. That in, uh, in Esther, a lot of you all know that uh, I'm just, I'm just going to read some things here. In Esther 1 and 10, it says, On the seventh day, in the heart of the king was merry and wine, and he commandeth uh, Menum, Bizza, I'm going to mess up all these names, Hara, I'm going to skip all the names, and seven chamberlains and serve the presence of Ashurus, the king, to bring Vashta, the queen, before the king with the crown, royal crown, and show the people the princess of the beauty, for she was fair to look upon. But Queen Vashta refused to come to the king and commanded the chamberlains. Therefore was the king very wroth, and his anger burneth in him. And as this goes on to say that eventually they convinced him to, hey, find another woman. <laughs> we don't do that now, right? We're not supposed to. <laughs> so... She refused him, and he was upset. We're talking about the king. Most of you men here, you're king of your house, right? So, according to the word, as a woman would submit to a man, her husband, biblically, this isn't no feminism stuff. This is straight biblical stuff. The order that God has ordained for a man and a woman is for her, her desire to be for him and for him to love her and to cherish her, to keep her, to protect her, to provide for her. I don't know of a day that God hasn't done the very thing for me. Everything God has done for me that God requires that he's wanting me to do is the same thing that my, I would desire for my wife to do to me. If you ever had the opportunity to read uh, Songs of Solomon, the, the love that God had for his, his church, for his bride, hey, that's a, a man's desire for his wife. The beauty, I'm sorry, but us men, we married you because we're, you're beautiful. You're everything that we desired. And that's getting real quiet. But it's true. Men are not hard to figure out. Very simplistic. And according to scripture, by giving your husband affirmation and get, making him feel like he is that king, making him feel that he is that one that is in that place. Amen. So... Let me find this scripture because I might have honestly jumped it. 
Praise God. I got four. I'm in 14 minutes. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right. Proverbs 12 and 4. The Bible says a virtuous woman is a crown unto her husband. But she that maketh ashamed is a rottenness to his bones. I will tell you this. If you look up the word virtuous, it talks about probable force, whether of men, means, of resources, an army, of wealth, of virtue, of valor, a strength. You are a strength to your husband. You, if I were a king and I had a crown because you are my crown, I protect you. I wear you upon my head. You're the closest thing to my mind and my thoughts and my desires. And as like what happened in Esther, when the queen refused the king, he ended up finding another one. Not saying that we should be doing that because we don't, right? Praise God. But in that sense, the scriptures speak about because the Bible talks about a man and a woman come together, we have children, right? Become one flesh, the Bible speaks about. And in doing that, we have what's called children. I have a son and I have a beautiful daughter. I have two children. And they're identical to me in so many different ways. In so many different ways, they're not. But in that... The Bible says, train up a child in the way they should go, right? And as they were to get old, they will not depart. They'll come back. So we have a promise in the word of God that they would come back to the Lord. Yes, they have free choice. They have free will. But may I say, sir, that your walk with God, you're influencing your children's life, the life that they see with your wife, their mother, will influence the way that child will be when they get older. I have three years left with this one. It's a blur. It's fast, and they're gone. I don't know if he's going to be a complete crazy fool and squander his, his birthright. I don't know. God forbid. I pray for him every day. And I still make mistakes. And there's things I wish I could take back, but it's too late, right? You can just change them and go forward from that point. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to go to my last scripture. Amen. Well... The Bible says, Hero is the Lord our God is one Lord. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thy heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children. And thou shalt talk them with them. Sittest in thy house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. If you look up diligently, it's intensely. Pierce vigorously, to prick, to sharp. It's like a man that's sharpening a knife. 
Every day, every day, you live it before your children. They see everything that you do. Amen. The Bible says in Acts 2.38, it says, Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remissions of sin. Ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promise is unto you and your children is far off. Many that are far off, even the Lord, many as the Lord our God shall call. For why do we men do what we do? It is for our family. For that very promise, us men of God, we strive and we desire to see our family saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. There's nothing else. What is life? I don't care if you gain the whole world, as the scripture says, and lose your very soul. Your family is first. Yes, God is first, but family, right? And then I come to church. I'm behind the man of God. I'm emulating the man of God in my life. I submit myself to the man of God. Your children see you. And if you're not careful, if you're not careful, either they will be filled with the Holy Ghost and emulate the very things that you do at home. Or as in the scriptures speak about, there was a man named Haman. And he conspired in his mind to kill a man, right? And he was wealthy, he had, he had many children, and he even bragged to his wife what was going to happen. And then in the end, the Bible says the very gallows that he built, he was hung on it. Well, guess what, guys? So did 10 of his children hang. You have complete direction and control in your children's walk with God. It's not time to take a shortcut. It's not time to make a mistake. Pray every day. Seek the Lord. Love your wives. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Pastor Salazar, Lord bless y'all. God bless you.